Welcome everyone. And today we are going to have a Zoom call, um, normally a podcast, but today we are with some friends of ours from Mesa Community College. Um, with all the other news that is happening in our lives, it could get lost that this year, Americans conduct our decennial census. The results of the census have far-ranging implications to our community, and that is not lost on our partners at Mesa Community College. Here today to talk about the census and how Mesa Community College is engaged and in ensuring an accurate and successful result is Wayne Oaks, faculty director of the Center for Community and Civic Engagement at MCC, and joining Dwayne are some of the students. Dwayne, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and introduce the students. Thank you, Sally. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I love Mesa. I've grown up in Mesa and actually went to Adams Elementary School and Powell Junior High and, and, and Mesa Community College when I was a student. So it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I've been, had the opportunity to work with Mesa for many years and it is the best part of my job is working with students. So today I have three of our best. It's my pleasure to introduce Landon Peterson, who is our Phi Theta Kappa Vice President from our Red Mountain campus. Lynn Sainbearer, who is actually one of our social workers uh, in our, one of our service learning classes at Mesa Community College, and Carson Pickron, who is one of our engagement team student leaders and one of our future officers with Phi Theta Kappa. Great. Anybody want to say anything before we get started? No. Okay. All right. Well, we have some questions, so let's get into it. Um, Dwayne, this question is for you. How has Mesa Community College and its students been involved in the decennial census? Thank you, Sally. You know, the coolest part, again, is Mesa Community College has committed to our community. It's part of our mission statement. It's part of our name. And one of our roles is that we're here to prepare students to be better engaged citizens. It's part of our department vision. It's also one of our civic engagement is one of our student learning outcomes. And we define civic engagement as basically actions to promote the quality of life in our community. And I can't think of a better way to change our community than learning about um, the census. So one of our student groups, which is Phi Theta Kappa, has been basically every year they research a need. In fact, our quote that we use is find the need, take the lead, do the deed. And so earlier this year, they had fun researching needs in the community and everything kind of led us to census. And so it's my pleasure to introduce Landon Peterson, who's going to talk about our census project. Yeah, thank you, Dwayne. And it's a pleasure to be here again. Thanks for letting us be here, Sally. Um, sure. Like Dwayne was talking about, um, I am one of the vice presidents of our Phi Theta Kappa chapter at Mesa Community College. Um, to be brief, Phi Theta Kappa um, is the honor society for two-year colleges internationally. Um, and again, as Dwayne said, each year we perform a research-based project called Honors in Action. A lot of time and effort uh, on the subject of our choosing. And this year, we decided to focus our efforts on researching and promoting the United States Census. And we found some really, really cool data. What did you discover through your research in the promotion of the census? So in our research and promotion of the census, we found that in the geographical area around our college, more than 60% of the population was not counted in the 2010 census. This underrepresentation is not unique to our area either um, because we actually discovered that ethnic minorities are least likely to participate in the census. 
A lot of people would ask, why is this such a big problem? Um, a lot of people have speculated that this is just another government program, a way for them to track us down, um, et cetera. Uh, but each individual that is counted in the census brings approximately $30,000 of federal funding to our community in the following decade. So you think about that for a second, $30,000. Our community missed out on a lot of money in 2010. And ironically, that money would have been used to improve the quality of lives of those who live in our community. Um, it's understandable, though, that people would be uncertain of participating in the upcoming census. Uh, that uncertainty and that fear is in large part uh, due to a proposal uh, for the inclusion of a citizenship question in the 2020 census. Um, and this was a huge controversy. A lot of reasons were given to include this question. A lot of reasons were given to not include the question. But in the end, the citizenship question was taken off indefinitely. Um, research has shown that race and ethnicity actually have always been issues surrounding the census. Um, the first census that was conducted in 1790, um, interestingly enough, it only counted white free men. Uh, so this lack of inclusion um, has resulted in, understandably, some mistrust towards the census, making people feel left out. Um, so again, I can't emphasize enough that there is absolutely no question about citizenship on the 2020 census. Um, but like I said, this talk about this question still brought a lot of fear within, um, especially the ethnic minorities um, in our area. There's a lot of undocumented workers uh, that feared the government would use this information found in the census maybe for deportation purposes or other means. Um, but I can personally promise anyone that if they fill out the census, it will only have a positive effect on our community and family. Uh, it helps facilitate important aspects of our lives like Pell Grant funding for college students, adoptions, um, highway safety, Section 8 housing, and tons more. Um, and my fellow students over here are going to into a little more depth on what the census funding is used for, uh, but know that in our research with Honors in Action in Phi Theta Kappa, we found that the census unequivocally helps out families and individuals in their communities. So that's what we found through our research. Great, thank you, Landon. So a uh, question for you, Dylan. Uh, how does the census fund social work on a national level and locally here in Arizona? Yeah, so there are hundreds of federal programs that rely on census data for funding. Um, if you look at the top 10 programs that receive the most funding based on the census, three of the six primary welfare programs are in that top 10. Those programs are Medicaid, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, which is formerly known as Food Stamps, and then Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, or TANF. And the number one program on this list is Medicaid. And based on the census data from the 2010 census, Medicaid received almost $312 billion in funding. And the number two on the list is SNAP, and they received $71 billion worth of funding. And um, number seven was TANF, and they also received $17 billion of funding. So some of the money that goes to funding uh, Medicaid nationally will come to Arizona and cover those who are eligible for Medicaid here. Um, Arizona's Medicaid is called Access, and it covers almost 2 million Arizonans and is the second largest healthcare insurer in the state of Arizona, right behind 
uh, receiving insurance from um, a person's employer. So in addition to Medicaid, SNAP is another welfare program that's heavily used here. Um, roughly one in four children will live under the, poverty, the federal poverty line uh, in Arizona, this compared to the national average of one in five children. And approximately one third of the children in Arizona will live in a house that will receive SNAP benefits at some point. So I know welfare programs are a very controversial subject, but these are programs that millions and millions of people need. And so this is another reason why filling out the census is such a big, important thing to do. Great. Thank you very much. So Carson, tell us why people are hesitant to take the census. You know, you think it was, you found the golden goose, right? <laughs> uh, Landon and especially Delin talked about the amazing benefits that the census have. But unfortunately, it is not part of our culture to talk about the census. And I believe truly that the number one reason why people hesitate to participate in the census is merely the fact that they have no clue what is going on. All they know is that it's the federal government taking their personal information, which is very scary, right? It's the same as, as a child, I was completely scared of the dark because I had no clue what was there. And because it was a blank canvas, I created monsters and boogeyman and monsters in the bed. And so it's the same concept with the census is all we know is that they're taking our information and in an information age that we are in with Facebook and email accounts and all of these scandals of t using um, people's uh, private information for uh, illegal activity, a lot of people are very worried about how is their information going to be protected. And so that actually led me to a wonderful conversation with a lady. Um, we were talking about the census and she says, well, someone must be handling the information wrong there because I was able to find my ancestors through genealogy work through the census, right? And so that was, I smiled real big and I was so excited to tell her, well, for that purpose to help you continue to find your family, there is a 72 year policy. So your information, your records for 72 years are locked tight and then it is released publicly uh, to help those find their families. There's also everybody who works with the Census Bureau takes a life oath. So all those that handle our private information uh, will be penalized heavily, uh, $2,500,000 or five years in prison if they are caught misusing or mishandling our information. So there are securities, there are safeguards in place. Like um, Landon wonderfully said, there's a lot of mistrust because we're dealing with the government. Pew Research, which is a wonderful organization that does a lot of polling and collects data nationally, has discovered that we are at an all-time low. About 17% uh, on average Americans trust the government. So that means that 83% are having some issues there. So that's why that there is a lot of hesitation is, is the fact that there's no knowledge and there's already that preconceived preset attitude uh, towards working with the government. So that's the wonderful thing that I've been able to do is to help change that, to help educate our community with Landon and with Delin about 
why the census is so important. And thank you so much for letting us come here today, Sally. It's been wonderful to get to talk to you. Well, thank you guys. I have learned a lot so far. Um, and I, I think some of the information that you've shared will be new to others too. So Dwayne, let's wrap this up. Um, tell us why it's so important for the census to have the correct count and how can people who haven't yet filled out the census participate? Right. Thank you, Sally. Again, sure. we just, we covered one of the most important funding. We're talking about millions and millions of dollars that will directly impact every single one of us and every single one of us use it. And so it's really important that we participate in it. But there's also another really important one is that this also will determine our congressional seats in Washington. We, have, we are really close to getting one more congressional seat. And by having all of our um, residents, all our citizens report back their, their duty as a, uh, filling out the census, it will hopefully give us another congressional seat. And that's something that benefits us as well in many other capacities. So it's really important that we do it for those two reasons. And it's going to be easy. This is the first time it's ever been done on the computer. You can do it right on your phone. You can do it on the computer. And all you want to do is literally, if you just type in my2020census.gov, it will take you to their website. And by doing that, then you can go to the website. You can fill it out. If you don't have your code, you can do some extra kind of things in there and it'll help you get to the right site. But taking it will help ensure financial stability for our community for the next 10 years. And that's why it's really important. So again, go to my2020census.gov and complete your census today. Awesome. Grateful to be here, Sally, and thanks for the opportunity. Well, thank you all. I mean, obviously, we, we need help like what Mesa Community College has stepped up to do. So that's appreciated. Any other, any other tidbits, any, anything else anybody wants to share? If not, we'll, we'll wrap it up, but anything else? You know, I, I would have just said, the only thing I was gonna say is I just wanna shout out because um, this project, every year they identify a need, they find that need and then they do something. And just last week, um, the census project for Mesa students was recognized as one of the top in the nation. So our chapter was just recognized Hi. as the eighth most you know, finalists in the nation, the ninth chapter in the world. And this project was chosen to be printed in the, what's called the Civic Scholar. And there's only 13 Very schools cool. that ever get that. So that's pretty cool. So the work they've done, the hours, they've spent thousands of hours. And I'm grateful that the city of Mesa, we work with on the census um, task force and it's been a great educational experience for me and and hundreds of our students that have done this for service learning projects for leadership experiences and just because they know that that's a good thing to do in our community awesome well thank you guys for joining us today i i would say on the inside business podcast but we're not really technically doing a podcast but thanks for for uh taking time out of your day to talk about the census and the importance of everybody getting online and getting it taken care of. I know I did mine and it did, it literally took just a few minutes. So something that everybody should do. Thank you all. It's nice meeting you guys. Great to meet you. Thank you. You bet. Thank you guys. Have a great day.